Hey guys, Veronica, Andrew, and Nate here. We are Foodies Watching Movies, a podcast dedicated to awesome movies, great food, and that's about it. Check us out on the JIC Network at www.journeyintocomics.com. Maybe throw some money over to our Patreon so we can eat this week. And now your feature presentation. Following the following journey into comics. 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 Network. 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 Production. Production. Hey everybody, what's going on? My name is Matt, and I am hosting a poor 360. I don't. I don't know the title, honestly. I don't know how to pronounce it. But we're going to talk about some uh, political or current events. And for those of you who know me, that ain't my cup of tea. I don't really care about a lot of stuff. So what I got pulled up right now is Google News. And we're just going to go through the page and see what catches my eye. And then maybe we'll talk about that. And, uh... Yeah, without any further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So, uh, I'm on Google News Top Stories page. First one is, Whistleblower Tells Congress of Irregularities in White House Security Clearances. I don't really care. I don't see why that's a... Who cares? Like, I mean, I guess we could look into it more like... What do they mean exactly? So it's from the New York Times article. Mm. A whistleblower working inside the White House has told the White House Committee that senior Trump administration officials granted security clearance to at least 25 individuals whose applications had been denied by career employees, the committee's Democratic staff uh, said Monday. Hmm. Well, I mean, it's his administration. He can kind of do whatever he wants, right? Um, I, yeah, I guess that's one. Who cares? Um, that Cortez. What, what is she? Like the uh, senator from New York. Uh, she rallies progressives against Democratic leaders bid to shield incumbents from primary challengers. Alright, let's look on that one because she, she says some funny stuff to me on the, on the stuff I do here. Alright, this is Fox News Channel. Um, ah. Okay. I have something playing in my ear. I don't think it recorded on it. Whatever. So, Alexandria Cortez and this have, in a matter of days, rallied the progressive base against the plan by white, by House Democrats' campaign arm to isolate and discourage would-be challengers from running against incumbents in congressional primaries. Hmm. Their cause has been promoted and cheered by allies on the left, exposing new tensions between the Democratic establishment and the outspoken liberal wing led by Cortez. (laughs) 
with her, I feel like she is kind of more of a, uh, when I look at political science, for example, I studied, studied it in college because my thing was for, um, social studies education, so I had to study political science, and it's very much like a spectrum, and you have conservative on the far right, and then liberal on the far left. And where you fall in that spectrum is kind of where your belief system is. And based off what office you're running from, you need to adjust where you are at on that spectrum. If you're running for president, you kind of try to need to work your way towards the middle. Because you need to appeal to most people. But I feel like with Trump, that kind of changed a little bit. We weren't really able to see that we we saw more of a guy who was a little bit more extremist on that right side get elected president where someone who had the political experience and tried to appeal more with Hillary Clinton to that middle ground even though she was still considered a democrat and liberal was uh was less appealing obviously than the president we had elected. Um, anyway, I feel like that movement is starting to uh, to grow with uh, the congressional uh, elections we had just a, what was it, a year ago or a couple years ago. And she's kind of that figurehead for that. And I think that's going to be what a lot of our future politicians are going to be. They're going to be either extremist left, extremist right, and we're going to think they're all idiots, because that's what I think they're all are, but whatever. Um, like I said, she says some funny stuff to me. Um, what did she just try to pass? It was called like the Green New Deal. And she said something along the lines that if this doesn't pass, we'll all be dead in 12 years. Um, I'm not too sure about that. That's, uh, that's an interesting take on a, on a bill. And uh, trying to uh, get it passed is the scare tactic way, of course. But you at least got to make it sound reasonable. <sighs> okay, let's see. What's, what's more on this page that... With this Cortez lady. Nothing. Holy cow. There's just. Boom boom boom. Just comments at the. At the yin yang on that. Whatever. Alrighty. Let's see. What else should we look at. Oh the Boeing stuff. So. Boeing has been uh. You know, having all their planes grounded, that's that's a big deal because they, uh, you know, I guess keep crashing. I didn't know about that, so. Hey, Jaxie, that's my doggie. So, the agency is said to have skipped 
a 737 MAX meeting and snub to Boeing. I don't know what that means. Hmm. All right, so let's. Let, I guess I'll read this first paragraph or something. There was a prominent no-show among 200 regulators, pilots, and airline managers that the Boeing company invited to preview a crucial software update for the 737 MAX this week, said people familiar with, to the matter, European safety officials. Uh, the playmaker is sending a team across the Atlantic to brief the European Union Aviation Safety Agency, so that's probably the EU, Yep. On the proposed changes after two of the jetliners, jetliners, my bad, plunged to the ground within a five-month period. Okay. So, uh, that's, uh, that's not good, you know. You don't want to be, uh, in a plane and, you know, it goes down. But the fact that people just said, eh, we're not going to that. Kind of a, it's kind of a shitty thing. If they all work for Boeing, they're fired. I'll tell you that much right now. All right, what else is? Uh, we got some sports news here. Um, holy cow! So final four game. Our Elite Eight game, Duke got eliminated last night by Michigan State. And a uh, big player on Duke is Zion Williamson. Everybody assumes he's going to be uh, number one pick, kind of like the next LeBron James, whatever. Um, earlier in the season, he got hurt because of a shoe that like blew out on him. Apparently someone bought it. For $250,000. That's nuts. That's nuts. Alright. Um, or will be worth that much. I don't know. Well, so, TMZ guy, of course, the auctioneer from uh, TMZ, Ken Golden, said he sold some stuff for Kareem Abdul Jabbar, who is the uh, number one scorer in NBA history raise money for charity and he thinks that Zion's broken shoe would be a quarter of a million dollars now he hasn't even played in the NBA yet mind you so this is the kid who's played in college basketball and has a He's not even touched an NBA court. He could be a complete bust. That's that's pretty natural. But uh, I guess that's a that's more of a topic that I feel more comfortable with is the discussion of do we pay our college athletes or do they continue not to receive a salary for like sports? And this all got started with, uh, I believe it was Northwestern. Uh, Northwestern football, they were bringing up the topic of paying, paying for student athletes to compete and everything. Kind of like a salary. 
for them to compete. And it was denied by the NCAA and everything. And it's been a topic of discussion kind of ever since. And I know with my personal belief, I think that these kids should be paid because the amount of revenue that the they generate for the NCAA, like any like for college sports, is un is unreal. So we'll take a look at like college football, for example. You have a guy who is the consensus best player in college football. He's going to go to the NFL. Uh, we'll take 2012, Andrew Luck. Everyone said he was going to be the consensus number one pick until uh, Robert Griffin III kind of came out of nowhere, but luckily the Colts weren't stupid and took him. Um, anyway, should he have been paid for generating money in Stanford sports programs? Yes, I believe so. Whereas the counter-argument to that would be, well, he's got a scholarship, he's getting to go to school for free, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But my thing with that is, yeah, he might be getting to go to school for free, but he's not really expected to do this stuff in school. So a lot of his classwork is being done outside of the classroom. His, he's pretty much being tutored the entire time because he's expected to perform practice and prepare for with college football it's games on Saturday. So that's where I think that we need to see some improvement for these guys. They need to get some better quality of life for the NCAA players. Um, I still think they should be paid just because, like I said, the amount of revenue that these kids generate is unreal. I mentioned the Zion Williamson shoe is going to be, the guy estimates $250,000. He won't see any any dime of that money unless it's donated to a charity, which you know, he could do himself. Um, there's rules for kids who have shoe deals that they can't join the NCAA. Um, so guys like LeVar Ball, who created his own brand and everything and put his sons as the figures for that brand. His youngest son shouldn't be allowed to qualify for the NCAA now and because he's made a salary off of his likeness. That's a bit ridiculous. They actually had to pull licensing off video games because the uh, the the issue became so prominent about these kids' likenesses being used, them not seeing any money for it, and the NCAA making buku bucks off of it. The NCAA is a billion-dollar, uh, I don't know if it's corporate or a franchise or what it is, but they make billions of dollars a year, and the athletes see absolutely none of it. Coaches make millions of dollars a year from athletic programs, and then... We also have trainers and everything like that. Facilities are being built. I live in a Big Ten community. So I live here at per, like around Purdue campus. 
Um, I mean, they have very nice facilities. They are building constantly. That's several thousands of dollars from donors as well as, you know, just from the NCAA sports that they do. Football, basketball. The big one here is basketball. And just my personal opinion, I think the kids should at least get some some bit of it. It doesn't have to be no million dollars of con- like millions of dollars in contracts like people see in the NBA and in professional sports, but I think they should at least make a base salary of like something comparable to you know a uh, an average salary of like thirty thousand or something. That's not average. It's kind of minimal, but you get my drift. You know, these kids do hard work. They're also going to school at the same time. Whether it's, whether they're going to stay in school or they're going to go professional, I think they should at least get that payment for that for that time being. Okay, that's what I have to say about that one. My little rant is over. Let's see what else we got here. We got any cool video game news? Let's check it out. Water had some good stuff there. Um, mm, nothing yet on some cool video game news. I do like video games. Oh, Fortnite's got another plagiarism thing going on. That game has a lot of, like, stuff that they have just lawsuits about or some kind of plagiarism or, like, we need to we need to look in there about some new creative ideas. That stomach just growled. I don't know if y'all heard that, but I'll comment about it anyway. All right, well, I don't say anything. Let's go to entertainment news. Oh, the big thing, I guess, last night is uh, the Nipsey Hussle. I've never heard of him. Apparently, he was killed in South Los Angeles last night. Um, he was like 33. Uh... I'm not really sure, like like I said, I don't know who he was, but you know, he's got a lot of pictures here with some uh, some famous people around. John Cena got a new girlfriend. Everybody likes John Cena. Um
Uh, Dumbo, the movie Dumbo apparently didn't do so uh, well in the box office. As but uh, it's still number one, but it didn't do as well as they expected. I guess uh, it only did uh, forty-five million. Uh, oh, that was in domestic. They were expecting, uh, they were expecting 50 million. Overseas, though, did better. It got, a uh, 71 million. So, in total, made 160 million. That's a Disney. You don't need to make all the money, all right? Like, that was a—it's a good film, apparently. So, I've heard fairly good things about the review. Um, So, movie, Dumbo came out 80 years ago, that's nuts. Blows my mind. Let's see, what else are we doing here in, uh, so CinemaCon, Disney and Fox, streaming will be hot topics. Disney's supposed to be coming out with their own streaming service, the... I think that would be, uh, I think it'll be good. I'm wondering if they'll bring back their, uh, Netflix original shows, like The Punisher and Daredevil and stuff. I love The Punisher. So, uh, one can only hope, but those will be, uh, some things and topics that they'll discuss. What else do we got here? John Oliver calls Vince McMahon an asshole about wrestler's health. Uh, I know they've... Maybe older wrestlers, newer wrestlers seem to be taken care of pretty well. I also think it depends on who his... Uh, who his uh, guys are that are doing it. Um, let's see. Mick Jagger got injured on tour. Crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know, uh, Elon Musk apparently dropped a R.I.P. Harambe rap song on SoundCloud. Um, dang. Getting it, getting it, Elon Musk. Gonna try to uh, save the world with uh, some knowledge and also drop some mad bars. That's cool. Apparently here it says... Uh, a massive Avengers Endgame leak 
with heartbreaking spoilers might have just been proven real. We're not even going to look at that, bro. Nope. That's, uh, that's something that we're just going to stay out of there. Um... Jordan Peele's Us uh, reveals capitalism and classism. Let me click on this. Oh. Where's it going to go? Waiting on the article to load. I heard very good things about this movie. And, uh,. I just, I'm not much of a horror guy, but apparently it is a fantastic movie that, like, gets you thinking. So, uh, Jordan Peele, the director, uh, guy from Key and Peele, also Mad TV, um, you know, this is his second film, uh, first one to get out, which he won an Oscar for, um, His second movie, Us, apparently, a lot of people have been doing some really cool, like, takes on, like, what it's about. Um, a lot of people are saying it's about classism and capitalism, how binding it can be. Um, I'm trying to avoid all the spoilers. Um, the film Peel continuously nods to the ways that we are blinded at the need to consume I don't know I, I, I gotta see this movie apparently it's fantastic I need to see Get Out also I haven't seen Get Out I need to see a lot of movies I need to see Into the Spider-Verse first before all of these because that's the uh that's the movie that everybody's like, yeah, you go see it, bro. Go see it. Um, fixing my uh, my mouse there for a second. Hmm. Nothing really entertaining. Or, uh, anything that I know what to talk about because like I, like I said I don't really pay attention to the news I don't care I have no control over over it so I don't really bother with it um, you know I have my opinions on like the hot topic issues but again they're just my opinions I have not been uh, forced to uh, look at them in my life in particular so I kind of just shrug them off um, I, th I would assume a majority of people do that they just don't really discuss 
politics and you know culture and everything but when we think about it you know that might be the thing that we have to discuss the most because we as an American society try to avoid conflict in that regards and those topics are seen as conflicts where instead they should be seen as discussions because then we could take another individual's ideas and learn from them so in kind of my closing statements here feel free to discuss your beliefs with people whether you know them or not but make sure it's a discussion and not a conflict as soon as someone becomes hostile they've lost all sense of reason and listening that they won't be able to take any idea and see any value to it that they already don't agree with um, try to be open to new ideas and be willing to take uh, take everything at a deeper value because people's beliefs aren't always off of their off the face value of it it's it's going to be something that resonates with them on a more emotional or subconscious level so be friendly be empathetic be willing to understand but not agree and just be uh, be open to taking these ideas and going okay I see your point but I still disagree that's how politics and current events I feel should should work as a society for America we, we need to be always trying to grow and evolve and that's the only way we can and our generation as well as the generations behind us are going to be uh, be the ones leading us to the new frontier but anyway with that being said my name has been Matt I hope you enjoyed this really bad episode of uh, I'm gonna just say the 360 because yeah and uh, have yourselves a, uh, a good old day <laughs>